Okay, so boom. I'm just going to act like that's not recording. Because it isn't. Right. Well, I guess I'll just record the intro if I do. Welcome back to Roland's Perspective. Jesus. I am having a moment where I am praying again. I'm saying to myself, I don't like the idea of forcing myself to do anything, of forcing myself to get to a place where I'm not, of forcing myself to have a level of detachment to outcome if I'm just attached to the outcome. It's all in the name of letting yourself be where you are, but that's tricky. It has to come with balance because you can't get stuck, or you can. I don't know. You could, I don't know. I feel like the path you take and the path life takes you it's perfect. It is perfect. Because you will see and you will learn and and the universe will teach you. Nature will teach you what you need to know for where you are in your life. So that's a reminder to yourself, Roland, that there's nothing to stress about. There's nothing to worry about when it comes to anything. Because you are well equipped for this moment in time and I'm very proud of you. Give yourself a pep talk today. Give yourself a pep talk today. I gave myself a pep talk today and it was amazing. It was awesome. I lifted my mood in a matter of 10 minutes. That sounds like a long time because I talk a lot. Oh my gosh, I said in the, in the matter of 10 minutes, hello? That's a whole YouTube video. That is a whole de-stress yoga and meditation and visualization. <laughs> ah. I feel like my inner child has been coming out to play a lot lately and I'm very grateful for that. I've been doing this nice thing of really, really shifting my perspective. And I think this is an intention I set a really long time ago. I want to say a couple years. I want to say two years. I set this intention two years ago to shift my perspective and just like see life in a way that, you know, benefited me. And I've had my own journey with this one thing where I've forgotten about it, then actively pursued it over and over, like through affirmations and stuff. But I think now it's coming to a nice, I'm I'm going through those, those motions again of working on it. And now... It's like a game to shift my perspective at this point and I really this is something that has been realized in like the last uh two two hours so (laughs) very recent I was like really scared of daylight savings time and the fall season in general because last year was not a great year for your girl and so I was like I'm really not trying to go through depression again (laughs) like I'm not trying to do that and I could already feel the the downs coming like it's been hard to keep my head up and actively like 
not let myself sit in despair and catch the despair disease and let it like catch me catch my whole body and run me over it's been hard because I love I'm all for feeling your feelings but like this is not the season anymore to sit in despair and act like you don't have agency over your life and you can't do it like you're not the best baddest most awesome bitch ever get up get up you make these choices, you create your reality, and you can do it. I've been seeing that on TikTok, and I'm trying also to do this thing where I stop resisting um, advice I see like that. That's really, like, simple and, like, you... It's a little less compassionate for what you're going through. It's like, get up. These feelings cannot run you forever. You have shit to do. Get up. Like cry journal which is what I do I cry and I journal I'll do some yoga which also PSA if you haven't seen on my TikTok already please indulge in the coping mechanisms you have set for yourself to avoid certain spirals and then when you get to those spirals anyway somehow either you fall off or it was just meant to happen even though you took actions to avoid it sometimes it's better to just let yourself fall Still do the coping mechanisms because they are going to help you. They are going to help you. Hold yourself with with coping mechanisms you know you like, whether that's painting or singing or writing or yoga or meditation or taking a walk. And also, being on your phone and watching Netflix, those are not healthy coping mechanisms to de-stress your mind when you have been overthinking or stressing out about something. Maybe it can help some people, but I really recommend doing something that gets you out of your mind and into your body. Like your brain is stimulated for a lot of the day. Get out of your mind and do something that will ground you into your body so you can get out of your head. Watching all those colors, staring at your screen, though that light, it's just, it's not good for your eyeballs. It's not good for your brain, especially if you work on a computer or phone. Take a break. And when you take a break, that doesn't mean watch a YouTube video. It means stretch. It means it means take a couple deep intentional breaths and ground yourself in the present moment. It means list a few things you're grateful for. This is another thing. I did not like hearing that gratitude was the attitude. I didn't like hearing that at all. Y'all, oh my gosh, when I say I'm pessimism's like number one bestie, I was pessimism's number one bestie. And I'm, like, kind of moving away from that now. But I I don't know. Like, I feel very comfortable in pessimism. I feel very comfortable in the victim mindset. It's it's easy. It doesn't take any effort to say you can't do it. It doesn't take any effort to say it's never going to happen. I'm going to sit and sulk. Or maybe not it's never going to happen. But just, like, there's nothing I can do right now. Like, I don't know, just sulking. It's easy to sulk. It takes effort to pull yourself out of it. But that's what you got to do at a certain point. And I think I'm at that point. Like, it's... There's no more time to waste type shit. And I know, I know. I have all the time in the world. I get that. I get that. But sitting and sulking is not paying the bills. Unfortunately... Sitting and soaking is not paying the bills, so I need to find ways to do that. And I'm going to need to get up. 
and change my attitude about work, get up and go. I guess this week's episode is kind of like a sort of catch up because y'all, when I say I have been entitled as hell, I really thought that like I was going to be one of the people who did not have to work a job and I would become famous and like successful and like, I don't know, make money off my podcast and my other little creation. Not too much on me. I said little creations, not too much on me. I'm a fucking genius money off my other creations and things like that. You know what? That's actually something I'm going to pray for tonight is to be arrogant. It's to be arrogant. I've been a humble bitch for far too long. I want to be an arrogant, know-it-ass all, know-it-all-ass motherfucker. I do. I do. I just, I kind of want to live in that skin of identity for a little bit. Ironic with what I'm about to say, but I had to let my pride go. I had to put my pride aside and realize that I'm going to have to work to get what I want. I'm going to have to work to pay the bills. You know why? Because in this life, you have to do labor to get money. Unfortunately, as much as I would sit here and wish things were not like that, I had to accept that that's how things are and work within those limits to create a life that I wanted. And it's all about focusing on what you can control and what you can't. Sitting here and crying that I have to work to get money is not helping me. It's not. And I did that for a little while until I realized, okay, this is not helping me. Like, in your own time, take your time and all that. You'll get to a point where you're just tired of your own shit. But I definitely was entitled as hell. And I was like, no, I'm better than others. I don't want to work a job. I don't know. I just want to be successful. I don't want to work. I don't have to work to get there. And I'm going to prove that I don't have to work to get there very vulnerable episode I or I don't know thing I guess I'm I'm not above being very honest about myself I was entitled as hell and and mad at the universe that I wasn't getting what I wanted quick enough and it's like girl who are you you don't know what you're doing you don't know everything that's going on you don't know what pieces have to fall into place you don't know who has to do what and do what and this domino and this ripple effect needs to happen for this to happen you can't see as far as I do so shut up sit down and move aside so I can do my work and that's me as the universe talking to myself it's like put your pride aside like let go and let God type shit like you don't know what you're doing Your plan is not the plan. Your plan is selling yourself short. I swear to God, you can think of the biggest elaborate plan and go, this is how it needs to happen. And you're limiting yourself immediately because as a human, your mind has limits. And I think personally, God, nature, higher source, higher intelligence, I think God is simply the collection of all consciousness of living and non-living things everywhere and I say I'm gonna say on earth just because that's where I am but you know I think God is more than that I think the moon has its own consciousness the sun has its own consciousness I think all of these things have their own consciousness because how can we be this small how can we be this small and assume those things that are so much bigger than us this earth that This earth that has living beings growing out of its soil doesn't have a mind of its own? Come on. Come on. Come on. 
the seasons, the cycles, the perfection of everything. Like, come on, be for real. If you haven't already, please go listen to or and watch a video on YouTube by After School. It's called How to Keep Your Heart Open in Hell. It's very good. And it it depicts some of the things I'm talking about, but I can't put my um, tongue on the word I'm looking for, like spirals and math and things like that, the perfection in all things and shapes and shit like that. How are you going to sit here? First of all, your body has its own consciousness. So the fact that your body has its own consciousness, I, it's just hard to believe for me that the earth doesn't, that the moon and sun and Uranus and Saturn don't. It just, it's not giving for me. And the energies that we feel when one or more of these planets are in retrograde with their respective themes, you telling me they don't have their own domains of energy that they thrive in? that they commit to, I think it's amazing. I truly believe the sun could decide to, like, stop shining or some shit. Like, the sun could could, could decide not to rise, for real, in one part of the earth, and then it's day, all day, in some other place. But I think that the sun and the planets and everything, it's so perfect and we think it's routine, but it's just they have mastered discipline and we have not. They have mastered showing up to work every day because there are people depending on them and because it's their job. It's what they were made to do. They have accepted their roles and they play them very well. I went on a little tangent there, but that's what I've been thinking about lately. Yeah, I've been playing around with life a lot more lately, and I'm very proud of that. Gratitude definitely is the attitude, man. Oh my gosh, y'all, I didn't want to hear it. But intentionally, and I mean intentionally, choosing things to be grateful for throughout the day, at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, I prayed, I just feel, I'm really finna go all over the place in the best way. Prayer is the best tool ever I was just telling this to myself in the bathroom prayer is the best tool ever it goes where you go also give yourself a pep talk that's something I've started doing this year and I love it I love looking in the mirror and literally like switching my consciousness kind of one-sided into the person in the mirror as if they are talking to me and it's not me that's saying it so like it's the rolling that's in the mirror is the bitch that is self-assured, confident, beautiful, like, and knows these truths and holds these opinions as truths. And when that Roland talks to me, y'all, I look up to her. I look up to her. You know why? Because I love her and I respect her. So whatever she's saying to me, it's true. And I don't talk down on myself anymore. I do not be mean to myself anymore. And when I am, I call that shit out real quick. So I can trust the Roland in the mirror when she tells me I got this and that I'm that bitch and that I was made for this and I was born for the life that I want to live and that I'm that girl. I can believe her. Can I get an amen? Because you know I be preaching. I'm going to be a pastor, y'all. Mark my words. Don't. But yeah, I trust what that girl be saying. Back to gratitude. I genuinely now, oh, right, prayer. I was praying. Where do I even begin, y'all? Where do I even begin? 
prayer, and I've said this before, prayer is not for things. It's for character. Prayer works best when you ask nature to become the person who is worthy of the things you are asking for. Because best believe if you got everything you ever wanted today, you'd be scared shitless and you wouldn't know what to do with it and you'd lose it all within a week. Let's be for real. And if that's not you, then I'm not talking to you. But let's be for real. If you got everything, if you got everything at the end of the journey, whatever the fuck that means... First of all, you wouldn't appreciate it because the blessings hit different when you remember what you went through to get there. (laughs) The blessings hit different when you remember what you went through to get them. And it sounds cruel and sadistic and like, why would the universe create this, this system and why? But one thing I've learned since really intentionally starting my prayer journey is that it's, I, I just, I genuinely ask why a lot less now because it just genu- it genuinely feels disrespectful it genuinely feels disrespectful it's like telling the universe it's like telling the universe hey you don't know what you're doing so tell me why you're doing this like what are you like I don't trust you what are you doing why why is this happening why does this happen like why does this have to be like this I I I don't ask why for big picture things like that anymore why is this taking so long why are you like why are you questioning god and that's i don't like the way that sounds it's giving it's it's giving church maybe i have some religious trauma that i'm a little unaware of but why are you questioning the universe let like you don't you don't know everything. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> don't ask. I don't know. Like, I genuinely just don't feel the need to know anymore. It just feels disrespectful. And I don't not ask why because I'm out of fear. Like I was taught. That's another thing. Um, As a child, I don't think parents or the church does a great job at um explaining prayer. I just, one of my pet peeves is saying things without explaining why or like without an actual intent underneath your words. So just saying cliches like, first of all, one of the things I hated before was you got this. I really hated shit like that, but I feel better about it now. One good one when it comes to prayer is when you're going through something really horrible and someone just puts a Band-Aid over that shit and says, pray about it. Huh? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Because first of all, me personally, when someone tells me what they're going through, if I love them enough, I will definitely come into my prayer room, my warrior room, my war room, my prayer corner my comfy, my comfy corner, my peaceful place, my salad sanctuary, and I will pray for them. I'll pray for their peace. I'll pray for one thing I read today, which I think I'm going to take. I pray for wisdom to clothe me. Like, that's so good. I'll pray for their guidance and their peace and their abundance and just goodness to wash over them. And I feel so safe in saying that because I know my words have power and it's ironic because when I speak those lives those words over my life which I don't tend to do often I tend to believe in them less and it's like girl what's what's there what's happening there (laughs) 
but yeah I don't know just pray about it it's just really like lazy to me like what do you mean by that ask for guidance is a good one is is a better more explanatory more more one with depth something my my friend told me once when I was telling her that I've been seeing peacocks everywhere like signs of peacocks everywhere she was like did you ask um spirit for more guidance like ask spirit for more guidance and clarity on that I was like ooh, that's solid advice instead of pray about it huh what does that mean Hey, um, I pray about these peacocks. I guess that's not a good example because just pray about it. I, that's a good, that's a good, yeah, I could see that because I could be like, oh my gosh, I keep seeing peacocks. Why? Pray about it. Okay, God, why do I keep seeing peacocks? Which I also don't, th- I don't know. I think a better request would be, please give me guidance and clarity around why I keep seeing certain signs. Yeah, that's the better request. That's that's a word to myself. I just figured out how I'm going to pray about more clarity for something. I like that. I like that. Prayer is about becoming the person who you want to be. Like, I feel like prayer is the best for character work and also guidance. Like, I don't know if y'all know, but you're surrounded by angels who love you and want to help you. But for some reason, will only help you when you ask for it. So, and I'm sure they help you in ways which are unknown or ways in which your subconscious is asking for help or something like that. I genuinely genuinely believe I'm kept out of multiple accidents throughout the week because some shit be happening too close. I'd be like, ain't no way I wasn't fit. I wasn't supposed to die right now. Like, thank y'all. Thank you. Somebody praying on my goddamn downfall. Thanks. And now I'm just so very grateful to even come home safe. I used to, like, I used to take so much shit for granted. And now I'm just genuinely grateful for the smallest, seemingly small shit. And you know why? I literally asked for help. Like, prayer, requesting help in this way really does ask you to be humble, put your pride aside and realize that like you cannot do this alone. Like you, I don't know, you don't, or you don't have to do it alone. Like there's no, I really think we should X out the idea that there's honor in getting to where you are by yourself. I did it on my own, got no handouts, got it out the mud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. That must've been hard. I pray in this next chapter of your life, you have support and you let it in. Because, babe, what you want wants you. But if there are blockages, it's not going to get to you. If you don't let go of limiting beliefs and also somehow what you actually want, you're not going to get it. You got to detach from what you're asking for to let it flow into your life. How that makes sense, I don't know. And I'm not asking for an explanation. I don't care. But that's wild. That's wild. So, yeah, I literally asked. I was like, angels, please help me to see the abundance around me. Please help me to see the miracles that are already around me. Because... I've always focused on what I don't have. Please help me focus on what I do have. Please help me trust you more. 
Please help me trust myself more, which is the same thing. <sighs> Y'all, I don't, I'm not trying to make this very long, but I think one another thing Christianity does that kind of grabs my gears is identifies who you are with your ego, and that's not who you are. You are not your ego. Why? Because you can become aware of it. You are not your thoughts. Why? Because you can become aware of them. You are not your emotions. Why? Because you can be aware of them. What can't you be aware of? Your awareness. And only in meditation, which comes in many different forms, can you be aware of your awareness. So what are you at that point? You are the thing that is watching everything. You are the thing that is aware of your awareness. Come on. You're a part of God. So when you trust you, you trust God. I really feel like I'm preaching for real, y'all. Oh, my gosh. I prayed to, well, I had affirmations that were like, I see the good around me. There's so much good here and there's so much good coming. And I know when I first started saying that and even a little bit now, but I can feel it fading away. I definitely focused more on the good that was coming versus the good that's here now. And let me tell you why that makes sense and why it's hard to stop doing that. I think every issue in this world ever comes from a lack of trust. Like, I feel like that's the most basic foundation that every child needs. Like, you, broken trust is the foundation for so much shit, Focusing on what you have instead of what you don't have takes a lot of trust because in focusing on what you have, sometimes it feels like you're giving up on what you don't have, which is not true. It can be so hard to hear, stay present, um, realize how you have created your life where you are now and realize how or like look at how or examine and acknowledge how many things have come into fruition for you that you were asking for years ago? You are currently in a part of your life that you've been you've been dreaming about and manifesting and making choices for years ago or however long ago. Someone said you're always manifesting whether you know it or not. And that really used to scare me. That really used to scare me because it's like so all of the turmoil and everything I've ever experienced, like I've created that. I still don't really know the answer to that. But I'm more comfortable now today than I was yesterday with the answer yes. Everything that I have perceived, it was a choice to perceive it that way. And that's okay. Like, that's no shame. That's no judgment. It just is. And that's okay. Like, I don't know. Like, that's fine. I'm okay with that. There's this, there's this one affirmation let me find it i'm probably gonna find it immediately actually this is from my how to love yourself cards a deck of 64 affirmations by louise hay there's this one um and i found it (laughs) out of 64 like cards bro i found it And it's in my 
um, deck of cards that I need to like thoroughly cleanse because I feel like these cards have done a good job of catching all the negative energy I experience when reading them and taking them away from me and helping me purge them and trapping them into the cards. So I now need to like release them, smoke cleanse them and transmute them into I don't know what. But this card reads, I forgive all past experiences. I accept all that I have created for myself, my past and my present. I am willing to allow my future to happen. What do you feel when you first hear that? When I first heard that, I felt defensive. I felt, what do you mean all I have created for myself? I didn't create that. I didn't create the despair and the suffering. That's not my fault. And I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying we didn't have no parts. We didn't not play a part in our suffering, even as kids. It sounds harsh. But it's true. And it's okay. Because I have another sort of guiding affirmation. Give me a second. Okay, I can't find it right now. But I can almost a thousand percent guarantee you that as soon as I stop looking for it, like, I'm going to find it. Like, as soon as I don't need it anymore, I'm going to find it. I guess I just wasn't meant to read it out loud right now. But Circling back to what I said about detaching from your desires to get them. Have you ever been looking for something, stopped looking for it, and then you found it? That happens to me a lot. I'll be looking for something so strongly, and then I'll let it go. And I kid you not, within 30 seconds, I will find what I'm looking for. Whether it's my glasses, my tripod that I haven't seen in six months, um, a sticky note, um, a journal or something, clarity, goddamn. As soon as I stop looking for it, I get it. When I ask a question and I stop thinking about it, I will get the answer. When I say I want something, like in passing, and I forget about it, I get it. Whether it's months, weeks, days, hours later, which is always the present moment, which (laughs) that's another thing we could talk about. Please let me know if you want me to go more in depth on that. But as soon as I stop looking for it or as soon as I just let it go in my mind and not even think about it, it comes to me. How? Oh, my God. I feel like I just had a realization. One of the things I've been so grateful for lately is the ability of my angels, ancestors, God, nature to hold space for all of the intentions I've ever set before. Isn't that a beautiful thing to be grateful for? That's what I'm talking about, Roland. Like, oh, my God, that's what I mean. Like, you got to learn to be grateful for like real intricate, deep mesmerizing shit but anyway because I need to wrap this up and go to sleep because I very much value and enjoy and love my sleep but I found myself being so grateful for spirit holding 
everything I've ever said, every desire I've ever had. I ne- that's the thing. Humans forget, and that's okay. We are in this vessel and we have limits. We forget. It's fine. Spirit doesn't forget. Water also doesn't forget. So when you go in the shower, set some intentions and like bless the water that's pouring upon you. Like say thank you. Thank you. Give thanks to the water for releasing um your I don't, I don't know. Uh, come up with things that you'd like the water to do for you while you're in the shower. Spirit holds memory. You don't have to do the heavy lifting of of remembering and of keeping it close. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. Hold on. Because I feel like I just answered a question. Y'all remember when I was like, I don't know how it it works to let go of what you want and then immediately get it. I don't know if this is really answering that question, but I feel a little closer to the answer, which is very, very ironic and crazy considering how I just said when you let go is when you get it. Oh my God. This is what people mean when they say spirit is using them for a higher purpose because come on, come on example, play through, come on. Thank you, spirits. I give thanks to the most high. (laughs) But when we hold on, when we're looking for something, we're thinking about it constantly, constantly. It's like we don't trust ourselves to let go and let God because we don't trust God. We don't trust ourselves to forget it and stop looking for it. Because we think that if we stop looking for it, at least for me, I feel like if I stop fighting and grinding and like thinking about this one thing that I want, I'm I'm not going to get it. Like it means I'm not working towards and I'm not working hard and I don't want it. But that's not what that means, especially if you've set the intention beforehand. You can let it go. You can actually let it go and let it come into your life when it is supposed to. That's weird. I don't like that. I don't like that because it's scary because it's like well what if I don't get it when I don't want it babe once again who are you put your pride aside when you want it might not be what's best for you especially considering spirit knows everything so how about you trust in the unknown trust in what you don't know that spirit actually does know and trust that you're gonna get what you want when it's supposed to come to you in the most perfect way and and perfect like time space conditions and scenario and experience and situation it's going to come to you it's just really scary to let go because you have to trust in what you don't know okay <laughs> i'm shaking my head y'all can I get an amen? My mom is asleep. Let me stop. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Wow. Hey. See, when you are an artist, you have bars. Unknowingly, you make bars because you are talented. 
Are you not embarrassed? No. I'm actually empowered. Okay. Damn, that was a bar unintentionally. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm really that bitch. That's great. That's great. Yeah. As soon as you put something out in the universe, trust that it's heard and it's remembered. And you don't have to constantly remember it. Let it travel into the ether and come back to you. You keep holding it close. Let it go. So it can go into the ether and be, I don't know, confirmed as your request or some shit. And then let it come back to you in due time. In due time, it's okay to forget about what you want for a while. Like, of course, work towards your goals. Like, work towards, take the take the little steps every day needed to get you to where you want to go. But constantly stressing and like, and I don't, I don't know. I'm sure one day I will find a better word to like, um, I'll find a better word to explain what this energy is and, and like obsessing. But I don't know, there might be a fine line between obsessing over something and just keeping your goal in mind and working towards it. I don't know. I think you you have to know yourself, know your goals and know what it means for you to obsess versus to let go and let God. Wow, that's what it means. Let go and let God. Okay, so things we've covered. Gratitude is the attitude. Let go and let God. Okay, do I want to talk about presents? Oh, I'm going to talk about presents. So one of the reasons why it's also hard to submit to the timeline of the universe and of love, and I actually have it written down. Where are you? Also, going back to what the sticky note said, the sticky note basically was just saying, I trust in whatever I create and manifest in my life, like from my thoughts, because it can be really scary to hear you manifest your you're manifesting whether you know it or not and and then get scared that you might be manifesting negative situations or end up in a negative situation and be like, did I create this for myself? This also comes with trusting yourself and trusting God, no matter where you are. And when I say God, y'all know what I mean. It's not just that. Like, that's not the only word. It's just the most accessible one to me right now. I love saying jaw. Also, I'm loving, I am loving saying jaw. Jaw feels like a loving father figure. Like, I can actually see what was intended by God when I use jaw. I see Ja as a loving father figure who wants nothing but the best for me. A brown man in the sky with locks as long as my, I don't know, as my knees. I don't know. As long as my knees. Long to his knees or his ankles or some shit like that. They're actually not that long in my in my imagination, but... I just see, I just, I just, I can get it. I can get, I can get it. I don't feel compelled to be like, oh, God is a woman. And why does God have to be a man? I don't have to, I don't fight. I don't fight when I use the word Ja. I don't care that it's a man because I love this man and this man loves me. But when I think of God, I think of a white man in the sky looking down on me and judging me. Judging every move I make, watching me like big brother. 1984. I don't really want to get into this also, but 
the fact that like the you know the saying no one can judge me only God can judge me when are we going to realize that judgment is a human concept judgment is a human concept good and bad are human concepts the higher you get in consciousness I assume I've kind of gotten there for a little while like I've I've been there before but the higher you get the less duality really exists like and I mean like things are good versus bad those are judgments those are perceptions nothing is good or bad or everything is good or bad it just is because this is exactly why you the same thing you love in somebody can piss you off the next day like The thing just is, it just has certain manifestations like money. Money is a tool. It just is, but it can be used for good or used for bad. When you say you love um, how nonchalant and going with the flow someone is, the next day you might hate them because they don't take anything you're saying seriously. It's like, you know, this is and this is why you don't judge yourself for, um, mechanisms and things that you created in a time when you needed to survive like as a kid and you didn't know how else to um keep yourself safe in an environment and you developed habits and ways of thinking that kept you safe in some way realize that those things once kept you safe I just I feel like in this new healing day and age it's so easy to be like okay these are the bad things about me let me pick them out and and work on them and heal them and get rid of them and it's like I'm never I don't think I'm ever like not gonna be a people pleaser in a way because people pleasing is a manifestation of a certain energy which can be kindness you know what I mean like I could say I'm a people pleaser cool But I'm also a very kind person and a caring person and understanding person. Like it's just when that when that energy goes in one direction too much, then it's people pleasing. Like (laughs) I have to be kind to myself as well. You know what I mean? So it's all about balance. It's all about balance. Like if you say you're impulsive, okay, that could be seen as a bad thing, but it's that same energy that lead you to say you are adaptable and adventurous you know what I mean so it's all about how you look at it type shit so don't judge yourself and try to like try to see the good side of the things you have labeled as bad when it comes to your own habits and traits and maybe other things I don't know I don't know I'm not I'm not out here trying to say what are the benefits of patriarchy that's not what I'm saying I just had that thought because I was thinking it earlier. And as soon as I did, my spirit was like, okay, girl, okay, not this, (laughs) not this. This one might be all bad. This one might be all bad. But damn, I I don't know. I want to say, nah, nah, that was all bad. I ain't even going to do it. I ain't, it don't even feel right for me to do it. It's all bad. It's all bad. That shit ain't helping nobody out except the people that are, you know, meant to benefit from it. Damn, I went on a tangent and I didn't write down what I was saying before, so I have forgotten. I apologize. We talked, right, we talked about 
Gratitude is the attitude. Oh, presence. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, we talked about presence. I don't know how I got all the way to manifestations of good and bad, but <laughs> we got to, we are at presence. When you, it's like when we ask for something and we, and the universe tells us not yet instead of no, sometimes it's better to receive a no. Sometimes it's so easy for our minds to just assume the universe means no instead of not yet. And I'm always speaking for myself whenever I'm speaking, by the way. So I'm going to throw that out there. But when I hear not yet, I immediately assume 10, 15 years from now. And that's such a long time. And I, it's like a part that is a time and situation that is a part and outside of me. Like I'm here and then this thing is like outside of me and I'm never going to get to it. And it makes sense for it to be like that when you think of it that way. But in reality, you are always in the present moment and that thing that is seemingly outside of you is literally coming to you. And when you get it, you're going to be in the same motherfucking present moment when you receive it. You're going to be like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Think of when you want to get paid and payday is in two weeks. You're like, oh, my God, two weeks so far away. When the two weeks come, ain't it that moment? Ain't it today? Ain't it today? I think it helps to... I think it helps to, or it makes it easier to accept a not yet from the universe when we realize that not yet doesn't mean never, because that's what it feels like when you set the, whatever it is that you want outside of you like that, getting the outcome or whatever, the feeling, oh my God, hold on, that's another thing I could talk about. Yeah, when you are when you want the thing and you have the thing that you want outside of you in some bubble, you're never going to get to that. But when the universe says not yet, it just means another now. Ooh, damn. Yo, my mind <laughs> this noggin be nogginin', y'all. My god. I can only thank God for my brain and my mind. And I love you. It just means another now. You will get there. Like it will come to you because you the present moment is all that exists, truly. Whew. Okay. Since we're on this wave of manifestation, I'll also point out that a good way to bring in what you want is to identify the emotion it is that you feel getting some, something, like a certain thing. Like what is underneath that new car that you want, that new apartment that you want, that new business you want to create? Like what what is that? For a car, like, and this could be different for everybody, for, but for me, when I think of like a new car, whether that be used or new, I just mean new in general, like a car that you didn't have before. I think of freedom. I think of um, stability because stability of transportation. When I think of an apartment, I think of home and I think of sacred space. 
How can you bring that into your current reality? That's another thing I didn't want to hear when I was first starting like manifestation and shit like that and learning about stuff like that. I wanted the other thing. I didn't I didn't want to accept my current reality and then start changing it. I wanted it to be different before I started doing any other work. Like I want this first and then the feelings, but that's not how it works. When it comes to manifestations, it's feeling first and then thing. But when it comes to motiv- mo- motivation, it's thing first, feelings later. <laughs> It's like do the action because that's the only way you're going to get anywhere. And then maybe you'll feel motivated. And I mean, hey, in my experience, it's been like that a lot. The hardest part is starting. You just got to get up and be disciplined and start. And then you'll be glad that you did and you won't be able to stop. It's like not wanting to shower and then spending 30 minutes in the shower. You just got to start. The hardest part is starting. And for a tip for those who find it hard to start, break the start down in very small steps. So like getting out of bed, that's something that's really hard for me. And I think it's only going to get harder the like shorter the days get. But I just got to be like, okay, step one, rise. Step two, take off cover. Step three, put feet on floor like and that's all one step of getting out of bed you break that step down into very manageable chunks and you know that first part of rising that first part of taking the covers off like even that like I just genuinely don't want to do that but sometimes you just got to do the action without the feeling being there you can't always wait to feel like it you're never gonna get shit done if you wait to feel like it you're never gonna be where you want on time If you get out of bed when you feel like it, that's not how that works. And that's one of the other things I was entitled about. It's like, no, girl, you have to be disciplined. The feelings are not always going to be there. You're not going to you don't get to live the life you want to live only by following your feelings in that manner. And now I think when I say follow my feelings now, I mean my intuition when it comes to certain goals, maybe and ideas. But. I definitely apply that to like taking action, inspired action to get to where I want to be and waiting to feel like doing it. It's like, okay, well, if I don't feel like it, then I'm not meant to do it, which I said it in that voice. But dang, no, it was kind of like that. It was it was kind of like that. But it's like, no, girl, you're going to have to you're going to have to get up. I don't know who you think you are. <laughs> I don't know who you think you are, but you, you're not you're not special in that way. You're going to have to get up just like everybody else, just like people have done for eons, just like your parents do. And you don't have to get up and do stuff that you don't want to do to get to where you want to go. It's, just, it's, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Now what you, what you don't want to do that varies um please do not compromise your your values uh to get to where you want to go cuz you're going to be lacking the soul once you get there and that's not going to be fun but i mean like going to work and getting up and showing up for yourself because you have um a goal or something like that like you fix, finding a goal is step 1 breaking the goal down into actions is step 2 and then actually doing the thing, which is the only thing that's going to get you there, is step three. I have a nice little quote for you when it comes to this. I got a nice little quote. This quote is, it's while you're moving that things happen. 
and also act, A-C-T, action creates things. Things do not create themselves. Actions do. So you're going to have to get up and put in whatever work it is that you have identified consistently, consistently, because you're definitely going to get to somewhere you want to be if you do 10 percent of it or I don't know, 10 of it every day or every other day or whatever it is for you versus do 10 one day, one the next day, 500 the next day, 20 the next the two days after that. You're not it's it's, it's going to be harder and it's going to take longer. Wow. And this brings me to my favorite quote of all time now. And that is, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to go. (sighs) That quote really, really calms my spirit. It really calms my spirit. It makes me feel very nice. It does. Slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to go. It's just like a loving mother's hand on my bosom. Like, it just feels like a hand on my chest radiating with love. Like, I don't know. I've been really, really trying to get to where I want to go quickly so I can say I'm there and that I did it at this age. And really for the eyes of other people. But the more I get into my journey, y'all, because I'm really getting into this shit like... I I ain't no beginner no more type shit. (laughs) But the more I get into my journey, whatever that means, whatever the journey is of like self-exploration and just a life of like consciousness, of conscious living. Yeah. The more I do this shit for me and nobody else. Like if I do it for anyone else, it's for my ancestors. But that's because literally doing it for me heals my ancestors so and sometimes I genuinely feel like my ancestors are channeling their issues through my vessel for me to heal and it's really really interesting really weird in a good way for me at least and so also if you are calling upon your ancestors I don't know who needs to hear this but please uh make sure you are calling upon the ones who have the highest good outlook and love for you because if we're being very honest here, not all of your ancestors ancestors want to see you thrive, okay? Um, especially, uh, damn, I want to say especially if you're African, but it's very common if you're West African, baby. Them family members be jealous, okay? So please protect yourself and only allow your space to accompany, occupy, and serve and hold space for ancestors who have your highest good in mind, your infinite highest good in mind and who love you unconditionally and just want what's best for you because they are there and those are the only ones we shall commune with, period. But yeah, I found myself really like, and this was only after I realized how, or or, or this was only after I retreated into myself and realized that I'm doing this stuff for me, like, I don't know. I don't know. I really have no, no, nothing to prove. I have nothing to prove to anybody. I don't have to rush. Like I don't, I don't have to get this done by this time. 
to to please someone and to prove to my dad that like oh my decisions mean something and I don't regret them and look I'm successful see I told you like I'm not here for I told you so and doing things from that place is is not going I don't know what it's going to be because the universe didn't let me do that and that's another thing I'm thankful for I'm very thankful that the universe does I don't know I feel like the universe guides me in a way in which my soul's happiness and expansion is the top priority in my pursuit of manifesting the life I want. And the thing about manifesting the life you want, one thing, another thing I hate hearing is that you are already living it. It's already here. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't want to know what that meant. And I think maybe I get it a little bit now. And it leads into what I have written here because your girl is a planner and I actually wrote things down this time that I thought of. That I was saying before, I was actually saying it before. So the things that you want, how can you call that energy into your life? If you want a car because it gives you freedom of exploration, explore your current environment. Look at your room from different perspectives. It sounds corny and it sounds like annoying, but like it works because nine times out of 10, we aren't chasing the thing. We're chasing what it's going to give us. So if you can hack it, take out the middleman and just bring the feeling, it'll be so much easier to get the thing. And it'll be easier to live without it. That's, I think that's the big thing. Maybe it won't be easier to get it. I don't want to say that and like, uh, um, give you a false like expectation, but it'll be easier to enjoy the journey when you cultivate the feelings of what it is you want in your now. So if you want feelings of stability, cultivate feelings of stability within yourself. Show up for yourself. Um, Come through on your promises to yourself and maybe to other people. Like, I don't know. Don't flake on yourself. Don't flake on others. How, what do you, what, what does stability look like for you? For me, it's my daily habits. So it's committing to myself and I feel much more stable. It's going to bed at the same time and sort of waking up at the same time. I don't know. My body does its own thing, but because of that, I need to be in bed at the same time every night. And when you do things consistently, it's easier to see trends also. It's easier to see what's working and what's not because you've been doing something for so long. You can you have you have reliable data. When you're doing things sporadically, you don't have reliable data. The analytics ain't go analyze. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Yeah. And what ties in with that as well is, is is acceptance for where you are before you get to where you're going or before you even start working on where you're going. You have to accept where you are because a lot of people, and by a lot of people, I mean me, were manifesting and asking for things as a means to escape their current reality. When it's like, when I look around for real, sit down and really, really get deep, I realize my current reality ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. 
And there's a lot of things to be grateful for. There's so many things to be grateful for every day. I genuinely don't have enough mouths. I don't have enough saliva to make the words. I I don't have enough energy to sit here and list them all because there are so many little blessings. The fact that my alveoli sacs have fluid and I can breathe without pain, that is a blessing. The fact that my elbows and my joints don't hurt when I move them, that's a blessing. I'm thankful for my cartilage like every other day because I can move my knees up and down without searing hot pain. Hello? If you need something to be grateful for, take anatomy and physiology and I bet you you'll find over a hundred reasons on day one. I'm grateful for my ability to read and write. You know what? I'm going to leave a gratitude video in the in the description of this episode because this video really helped me. It it has it features affirmations or like gratitude sayings and then um like a vibrational music hurts music kind of thing. I'm going to leave it in the in the link. I listened to it for a few days, like a, a good amount of days in a row. I don't think I made it to 21 days, but I listened to it for a good amount of days in a row and it brought that energy in. And this might, okay, and this is going to be the last thing I'm going to say. When you read affirmations, I just realized this the other day. While I'm reading these affirmations, I am reading the truths of my life in the next few months. I am literally planning my life when I when I read my affirmations and I know affirmations don't work for everybody. I don't know how, but okay. I am reading the plan for my life. Like I'm reading the foundation of my life. And I'm going to end this by reading a list of affirmations that I'm currently using in my life and honestly I should make a Patreon and put them on there because you really shouldn't be getting this for free but I'm broke right now so I'm going to read them for free (laughs) ain't nobody right now is gonna buy affirmations for me so I'm going to read them okay not too much not too much on me for real I'm going to read some of the affirmations but I realized like yo I really don't need to worry, especially when I read these affirmations. Like I'm telling the universe every day what energy I'm calling. You think you're going to tell the universe what you want and you're not going to get it? Hello? You're already getting what you want. You're already getting what you've been asking for. And that can be a tough pill to swallow when you don't like your life. Like taking responsibility for your life is not always easy, man. It's humbling. It's it's admitting that, hey, I'm where I am a little bit because of me. Uh, like emotionally, I'm 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 where I am because of me. <sighs> I have talked a lot. Jesus Christ. I love you, Jesus. I've talked so much. So my recent affirmations have been as follows. I trust the process of life. All I need is taken care of. And that is so true, y'all. Like that is all I need. I cannot think of something that I need and I don't get it. Oh, I'm having a thought coming back around. You know how I said you... um. Oh, oh my God, it makes sense. 
swear to God, I love the way my brain works, bro. Be- because if it doesn't work the way I want to, it's literally not, like, I don't know. I don't know. The fact that I'm remembering this right now is so perfect. This is why I don't beat myself up when I don't remember certain things, because I trust myself. Like, if I'm not supposed to say it, I'm going to forget. I promise. Because my memory is exceptional. It's exceptional. And it's always on time. Okay? But anyway. Damn, I did all that and forgot what the fuck. Remember what I was saying about putting something out into the universe and letting it go because the universe will remember for you and you don't need to obsess and remind the universe over and over again. Hey, this is what I want. Hey, this is what I want. Hey, you working on this? Hey, this is what I want. Because when you do that, the universe goes, oh, they got it. I ain't going to step in. And you're not even letting the request go all the way to the to the to the secretary. And so the secretary could put it put it in the in the in the mailbox, in the request box. You're not even doing that. You're going back and forth from 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 the little from the little the the, the desk where you put in the request, you going back and forth you, to the receptionist desk, you're not even letting it get there. There has never been a time where I have been confused about something. I said, oh, okay, I don't know. I just, like, I don't know. Something is happening. There's a commotion or something, or I'm looking for something in the store, or I don't know. I've gotten to the point where I can trust myself when it comes to this very well. And I'm proud of myself. Look at that, Roland. It's so easy to, like, beat myself up and be like, you don't, you still don't fully trust yourself. Okay, but I trust myself a lot more than I did yesterday. So what about that? And see, that's another thing that I've been, that's another thing. Growth mindset is so real. Like perspective is so real. Do you want to continuously focus on what you have? I mean, what you don't have, where you aren't, or do you want to continuously focus on the little bit of improvement you have made, what you do have, what you have gained instead of what you've lost, instead of what you don't have? How is that helping you? Even if it's so little, it seems so corny to me. Like, it seems so corny and unnecessary. But maybe it's the littlest things that make the biggest shifts, bro. Because those are the littlest things that add up. You know how many cells you got in your body? Without your cells, you'd be nothing. Without organelles, you'd be nothing. And you can't even see organelles. That's how small they are. But without that, your body would cease to exist. Without atoms... Everything your eyes perceive, everything you are feeling yourself rest on. Also, I'm very grateful for my bed for allowing me to feel grounded and completely let go of my weight and not sink through the floor. Thank you, bed. Thank you for groundedness. Thank you for stability. I love you. You would not be able to experience any of this without atoms. You can't see atoms individually. Collectively, you see them. You see a bed. You see a chair. You see a glass. You see a sunflower. But it's those tiny ass things that come together to make up a big thing that you can see and hold and feel. And also in that regard, I feel like we are the cells of the universe. Like, I don't know. I feel like we're all part of one big being. You know, you do y'all know the, the anime cells at work? If you're a nursing, like science geek, I'm actually gonna start like marketing this podcast is like a sort of sciencey one because I'd be talking about a lot of sciencey stuff in this podcast it's for my geeks it's for my geeks I'd be geeking out on here okay but it's 
If you haven't already, go check out Cells at Work. It's really informational and really funny and cute. And it's about how the cells in our body have their own lives. And to them, they're living out their own life. And, you know, without them showing up and committing every day, your body shows up for you every day. (laughs) Your body shows up for you every day. How can you not give thanks? Like... You don't wake up one day and your ankle says, actually, boss, I'm sleeping in today. I, don't, I ain't going to do it. So why is it that when it comes to your own goals, you don't show up for yourself? Come on. Come on. You wouldn't like it if your body did that. And so sometimes I think when I have like a pain somewhere in my body, is that like a group of my cells going through like an existential crisis collectively or something? Or is it like one cell that's like rebelling or going through their own thing? Like I'm not taking it personally. Like you going through it. But is that what I feel, that little twinge or something? And then I got, I expanded and I was like, okay, so we're out here living our lives and our structure as human beings on earth. Like, what if we are, we're, we're part of the universe. Like, we're, we're the universe's cells or something like that. I don't know. I think that's a really cool thing to ponder and a cool observation to make, a cool analogy, if you will. But anyway, all I need is taken care of. Yeah, I've never thought of something, let go of it, and not had a realization like five minutes. Like if I'm at Walmart or something, and I'm like, oh, what did I need to get? I don't know. Okay, cool. Let's move on to the next thing. I'll remember. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Letting go is the way, bro. Letting go is the way. I think of this in terms of relationships, too. Like, when you are holding on to someone in a relationship so tightly, you are pushing them, niggas. You was pushing them away. But when you, when you let, I don't, detachment is a beautiful thing. And I have over 25 Aquariuses in my life to teach me that. Detachment is a beautiful thing. Like loving without attachment, choosing your life without attachment, being in this world and living without attachment, loving life without attachment, without the way you think things should be, the way things have to go. It's blissful. It's blissful. And I wish that on everybody listening to this podcast. It's blissful. Because I don't have to sit here and force a person to fit into my life. I don't have to force them to be who they're not or be who I want them to be. And if I want someone to stay in my life, like wishing and hoping they don't go away, they don't go away, that's exhausting. That takes up a lot of energy. But just being like, hey, whatever happens, I'm down. And trusting, trusting them, I don't know. That's beautiful. That's love, I think. I don't know. I've been experiencing that lately. Like, I don't have to force you to be here. And I trust that you want to be here because I'm not forcing you to be here. And if one day you don't want to be here, I'll be sad, but it'll be okay. Because everything happens for my highest good. And I may not feel it and see it in that moment, but that doesn't mean it's not true. I may not even want to hear it in that moment, but that doesn't mean in the next, you know, five, six months, I won't be looking back and being like, you know what? Everything does happen for my highest good. So, like, at the end of the day, you always going to justify some shit. So, might as well, might as well bring the truth you going to accept in the future into the now. You know what I mean? It's going to be okay. And, yeah. 
that's what I have to say about the relationship part. You don't have to that see trust once again is a very very important and integral thing to have intact as you move throughout this world because I know it's so common for like people to tr- like c- try to control their partner because they don't trust them it's like you are choking both of y'all you are choking the bliss and love out of this relationship when you can just trust them and trust that you will be able to handle whatever happens and work on trusting yourself because obviously you don't trust yourself. Like, if you do anything, that's not because of me. I'm not going to take that shit personally. Like, I'm vividly thinking about an example where someone is, like, controlling their partner because they are trying to minimize any chances of them cheating whatsoever like you're insecure do something about that you're insecure this is not going to make either of you happy you're going to be constantly stressing and it's like trust is so beautiful it's so stable it's so secure and it's possible which is crazy coming from me because definitely six months ago I was like no it's not especially not with a man (laughs) But it is. Or is it? God damn it. (laughs) Next affirmation. I am safe. I am on divine time. Every time I say that one, I feel it so deeply. Like, what am I trying to prove? I feel like this is such a generational thing with Gen Z and social media. There's like a, a rat race. Like, there's a race to do this at a certain age. The societal clock is is getting smaller or it's getting shorter and shorter and it's like yo when I get what I want when I achieve my goals I'm not I don't want to be here I don't want to I don't want to show that success off to something external I want all that energy to feel feed into me I'm so proud of myself like If I were to achieve something, I don't want to be like, look, y'all, look. I genuinely want to be like, I'm so happy about this. And then have people just just view my happiness, not me put on this show for others. You know what I mean? I I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly, but I'm on divine time. My goals and everything I'm trying to achieve, trying to achieve, they're for me. And, you know, there's a saying, let your haters be your motivators. I don't like that. I don't like that because I'm not doing this for you. Like, I'm not, it's not about you at all. Like, you don't deserve that energy type shit. Like, I I don't know about, I don't know how I feel about doing things out of spite anymore. I've tried it. It wasn't sustainable, first of all, like... It 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 didn't sustain me. But you know what does sustain me? Knowing myself, understanding myself, um, making goals and understanding the reasons why I have those goals. And then minding my business and not sharing those goals with anyone or just working on them on my own so that I can, fe- I can feel satisfaction 
when I achieve them. Not so I can say, hey, look, I did it. What the fuck am I looking for? What am I looking for outside of me? Is it validation? It's not validation. It's just look at me. Be jealous. It's, It's be jealous of me. And that's not fair. That's not fun. That's not that's not sexy. Okay? That's not cute. It's not it's not sexy, flirty, fun. It's not. It's not it's not giving. It's not giving that girl. It isn't. Cause why are you doing everything for everyone outside of you? It's not giving. It's giving be happy within yourself and let people feel that energy radiate from you and pray it works in their life. That's what it's giving. And I'm very glad that the universe, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's my soul, my spirit, even my, no, I don't know if it was my ego. I definitely don't think it was my ego. But something guided me, my self-guided eye to this place where I realized I don't want to achieve goals based on anything outside of me like it's not a good foundation to have it's not a sturdy foundation it's not a loving foundation and I'm not gonna feel any satisfaction from that I'm gonna feel burnt out because I did this to prove a point it's not deepening it's not holistic and good I'm trying I'm here to feel how deeply I can feel in life and everything and I mean everything literally conspires to help me like how did I get here y'all why didn't the universe just let me and this is rhetorical (laughs) why didn't the universe just let me because or maybe a better way of saying it a way I feel more comfortable saying it is I could have continued chasing my goals with the idea with the entitled idea of people being jealous with the vain idea of like I want y'all to be jealous of me like be mad aha bitch look what I did haha I could have done that why didn't that happen how did I get to this point where I'm like oh yeah that's not sustainable like I didn't even get I didn't even get to do it and figure it out yet it's called wisdom it's called a gift it's called a blessing. It's called purr, okay? <laughs> the universe really said, no, you're not going to have to go through that. Like, be wise. Like, Roland, we see where you're headed, and we just want you to know that you're not going to like it there. Like, the universe is taking me somewhere I'm going to like. I trust myself. I trust my life. It- <laughs> bars, bars, yeah. When I was younger, I wanted to be a rapper. And see, if you know, you know, Chief Keef on YouTube, like, his story, like, if you know, you know. I'm going to just read. I'm going to try to finish. I'm going to try to read these affirmations and finish, y'all. My God. It's been an hour and a half. Jesus Christ. I released the past. Oh. I release the past. I am free to move forward with love in my heart. I love and approve of myself. Life supports and loves me. I commit to the timeline of love. Like, who am I showing off for? Who am I living for? Myself. I'm not living for anyone else. And I don't want any of my energy going to any external source. 
that isn't like beneficial to me. And I don't mean beneficial in a transactional way. I mean, just like supporting and uplifting. Like who is it supporting and uplifting to grind in spite And you know what? For some people, that may work. But for my soul and my life and the reason why I'm here and what I'm here, what I intend to feel, because the universe knows exactly what I want, even if I don't and I may ask for things that are a little misguided, the universe knows what I need. The universe knows what will make my soul the happiest. So sometimes that's another time where you need to get out of your own way be humble and submit to the universe's plan for you and say, okay, my plan is just not giving. It's not, it's not enough. It's not good enough because I deserve more and I deserve it in a way that only you know how to give me. Oh my God. I really feel like I'm just repurposing Christianity here. (laughs) Because someone could easily say, let go and let God, like, you don't know things God does, but I just don't like the sound of that, I don't think that's enough, that's not good enough for me, I don't like it, (sighs) every year will be better than the last, I stopped saying this one, my fucking goodness, yo, everything I have pondered about this week is coming back, I really am an intellectual being, and it's, Oh my God, thinking is a thing to do. For some people, thinking is a part of the process. Like actually thinking and pondering is is a part of the process. Because I really assumed that I wouldn't have an episode this week and I was just gonna write something and put it out. And I've been thinking about these things all week. And yesterday my mind hit a peak in thought. And today I gave my brain a break and look at me. I'm sitting It's like it's like being a creative being and and resting so creativity can come to you. Like chasing doesn't Oh my god. I don't chase. I attract. Oh my god. Forcing creativity will run it away from you. It I can't tell you how many times I've went back to basics, t- taking care of myself, did yoga, supported myself energetically, and everything I needed came to me in that moment. Like, bro, don't chase, bro, attract. And I feel like that's that's easy to say, but I feel like I've I've done a good job of explaining a lot of shit. So don't come at me saying, what do you mean by that? Because you haven't been paying attention if you asking me that question. <laughs> What do you mean by that? I mean, don't chase. Attract. Attract by taking care of your health and your wellness. Attract by putting it out into the universe and going about your day. Attract by praying for being able to detach. Attract by praying to understand what that means. Like, (laughs) yeah, I think that's that's good. So when I said every year will be better than the last, I stopped doing that. I stopped saying that one because I feel like sometimes, at least for me, this is another thing that comes with entitlement. I thought that I could manifest a life with like no struggles as an adult. 
I can't y'all I'm tired please go look at my tiktok I'm sorry if by the time this comes out I have over 21 new tiktoks but please just search for the tiktok you know what I'm gonna make a video that says Roland's perspective reference tiktok or tiktok reference and I will post it so you can go see it but in a tiktok I talk about how I've been entitled by thinking that I deserve a life with no stresses as an adult. Like y'all adults, y'all hated that. Y'all hated there. I'm never going to hate it. I'm never going to have, I'm never going to struggle paying rent and like, um, or like be upset about paying rent, but the grass is always greener rolling. Give yourself a chance to be human. But I also do want to be intentional about watering my grass so that I'm not always looking towards other people thinking that they have it better even when I'm not even over there. Like I don't even have the perspective of the sun that they have. I have the perspective of the sun that I have on my grass and I'm a water my grass. But anyway... I feel like by doing that, I was trying to avoid certain colors of adulthood and of the experience of adulthood. And now that, y'all, when I say this week humbled the fuck out of me, this week humbled the fuck out of me. I don't know if it was the eclipse. Also, sorry for all the new people who are listening to this and didn't realize that I have a potty mouth. I do. I love expressing myself and curse words do that very well for me. I fucking love it. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if it's eclipse season or what, but this this week gave me the, the motherfucking smack in the head ass. It beat my ass in the way that I needed to boy when I say I got some hard truths this week boy even in my dreams like it was my ancestors being like get the fuck out of your own way and listen to your elders like listen just listen stop put your pride aside stop trying to justify and find excuses just listen just listen and do it and listen to us you're wrong you're wrong just admit you're wrong so we can move on and that's so real But anyway, by trying to force a a certain parameters of my adulthood, I feel like I was leaving out the pieces that made adulthood adulthood and it's okay. And I can handle those things. Like, I'm not saying I'm trying to be evicted or nothing, but I'm just saying like, being an adult is not all peachy keen. And by saying I'm not going to be like y'all and I'm gonna do it different. That's being entitled and also like, prideful in a way it's being egotistical somehow those are the words that came to mind because they all have something to do with it they all have something to do with being entitled but it's like I think I'm better than y'all so I'm gonna have an experience where I can prove to y'all that all y'all are struggling because you're idiots and you don't know how to live your life when it's like no everyone's doing their best and you cannot manifest a life without hardship it's okay to have it hard. It's not a reflection of how well you're doing in life. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to cry because <laughs> I needed that.
you struggling is not a reflection of how well you're doing in life. Oh my God. Because life sometimes is just a fucking struggle. It's okay. Life throws curveballs. You can't manifest them away. You can have everything you want and you still going to have issues. It's a part of life and it's okay. It's okay. It's all part of the mosaic. So now I'm just open. I'm just much more open to all of the colors that life has to bring me. I'm just really, I'm open to all that life has to offer, whatever that means. And I can trust that, you know, because life loves me, I won't ever go through something I cannot handle, you know? Because I don't want to sit here and be like, okay, life, give me your worst. But what life gives me is what's for me. You know, what's for you will be for you. And that goes for every shade of the spectrum. That goes for good things. That goes for perceived bad things. That goes for tumultuous things. What's for you is for you. You can't avoid it. And it's all to make you stronger and it's all to change you. It's all to set you on a course. It's all to just experience. Hmm. So yeah, every year will be better than the last. Um, It might, but I won't be mad if it isn't. You know, I'm not going to hold that as as a like as a standard you know because or maybe hey you could also just say I'm scared of trusting that every year would be better than the last but I don't want to be disappointed I don't want to say every year will be better than the last and then such a subjective thing happens and I have a year that is not as good but was full of growth so maybe it's all about how you look at it for real in so many different ways I'm just okay with every year not being um, better than the last. But I don't know what I'm... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm here for all the colors. Every year will be better than the last. Maybe I'll say it for the fun of it. Why not? Just for some insurance. Because now I feel like... Now I feel like every year not going to be better than the last. What does that mean? And why is it so much easier for me to believe that every year will not be better than the last than every year will be better than the last? Damn, y'all, where's the balance? Roland, where's the balance? There's no way I've been talking for almost two hours. There's no way. Jesus. Cheese and rice. Shout out to OJ. OJ, Ojuana, not OJ Simpson. Ojuana, my friend, OJ. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, next. I am special and there is a light within me. Because I am, period. I'm going to pray to be an arrogant bitch because... I need that. I deserve that. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know if I've already said that, but I'm going to pray to be it. I pray to be an arrogant bitch. I pray to be a know-it-all bitch. I want to live in that reality for a while because I've really 
pushed my light down for the benefit, the perceived benefit of other people. And I'm kind of tired of doing that. And as you may or may not already know, Roland cannot find a balance until she swings from one extreme to the next so that she knows what both of them feels like so that she can tell what a balance between the two is. So the complete opposite extreme of you know making yourself so small for so many years because you think that your confidence is a threat and you need to hide parts of yourself and not shine yeah I'm an arrogant know-it-all amazing awesome bitch and what does arrogant even mean because I think at the end of the day, the point is to just not make anything about anyone but you. Like, I don't like the idea of my confidence having to do anything with anyone else. Oh my goodness. Please go read the article that I wrote. Go read it. And I can just erase that if I didn't do it. I do not like the idea of my confidence having to do with another person's perception of me. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I feel like for me at this point in my life, freedom means outside of people's perceptions or a way not being tied down to people's perceptions. I do things I want to do because I want to do them. I say things I want to say because I want to say them. And I don't think about anybody else. Now, this could go extreme and be really like, I don't know, self-centered. And well, I mean, I am the one living in my fucking world, aren't I? But anyway, it could be, what is the word? Careless. And, you know, there's a balance between tact and making sure like you're not intentionally well it's all about where you're coming from isn't it that's the point that's the point I want to say what I want to say because I want to say it I want to wear what I want to wear because I want to wear it I want to live my life for me with the genuine intention of just expressing myself without fear of how anyone around me or anyone period ever is going to react That's my intention. I'm not going to say what I want to say because I want to hurt your feelings. It's because I want to be able to express myself without giving a fuck how anyone is going to receive it because I value honesty and authenticity. It's all about your intent. So you could call someone an asshole, but like, do you know why they're doing what they're doing? Until you know why, all you're doing is making assumptions. And that's why one thing that often comes out of my mouth is, I don't know anything about that person. Because I don't. All I can do is make assumptions. But you know what one of the four agreements is? Don't make ass. Aha. You thought I was done at ass. It's don't make assumptions. Ooh. Boom. Such a joke sometimes. I crack myself. 
what made that funnier is the idea that someone thinking like that was corny and not funny as hell. I mean, not funny at all, but I thought it was funny as hell. And that's all that matters. Your perception is not my truth. Oh, man. There is a lot here. There is a lot here. Next. I am healthy. I am whole. I am complete. Don't know what that means, but best believe I'm going to find out. I embody the love I desire to receive and do. My true self is lovable just as I am right now. And this something, this is something I think a lot of us are scared of when it comes to being authentic. We're afraid that our most truest, rawest forms that we are when we're alone are is not lovable by someone else. And also we fear like not being able to handle the rejection of someone who who cannot who can or who doesn't love us or accept us at as who we are at our core but two things to remember one if you are able to love yourself at your core as completely who you are and I'm talking to myself here there is definitely another person out there who can do the same a thousand percent, a thousand and one, a thousand and eleven, a thousand one hundred and eleven percent. There is someone out there who can love you just as much as you do because you do. So you have automatically proved that it's possible. And there's over seven billion people on this earth. You think you're the only one that can love you the way you love you as you are? No, you're not. And when you radiate at a place of self-love like that, you are going to attract people who will love and accept you as you are like that. So don't be, it's easier said than done, but don't be afraid. Be yourself and let that weed out the people that aren't supposed to be here. But that's the second thing to remember. We can handle being alone and we can handle rejection. In the pursuit of the people who are for us, there will be people who aren't for us. We mustn't let that skew our perception of the possibility of there being someone for us or or um, ruin the belief in the possibility that there is someone out there for us who friend platonic like romantic soulmate whatever whatever twin flame whatever you like there is someone out there there's a person a being who will treat you like you treat you because I mean I don't know but looking around me, I only have people around me that treat me as well as I treat me. Because if you don't, you're cut. Simple as that. And if I notice how you treat you and I don't like that, simple, gone. Like, I don't need that around me. I really don't. Next. My true self. Oh, I did that one. Unconditional love flows freely and I'm open to receiving it. I am very excited for the quest that I'm on, journeying towards, within, into unconditional love. Because it's real, it exists, and it exists, I, I've, I, don't know. I don't know. The universe loves me unconditionally, and the universe knows me more than I know myself. So, if nature can love me like that, and everywhere I see there are manifestations of this energy, there's someone out there. I think we all have the capacity for unconditional love. And we just have to unravel what isn't love to get to our core, which is love. You know, just pick off the dragon scales and find our find ourselves in love. 
And the last one, loving connections are effort are effortlessly for what? Hello? Loving connections are effortless for me and come very naturally. I am worthy of an amazing love story. And when I say that last one, that's putting no pressure on the timeline on anyone in my life. That's not putting pressure on, you know, the universe to bring me a man, to bring me a person. Like, it's just saying love and connections are effortless for me and they come very naturally. I'm worthy of an amazing love story. And when it comes, it'll be in the present moment. So I won't even remember all the time I waited for it. Like, don't count the days. Don't count the days to what it is. Like, don't count the days until you get what you want. Because it's, it's not worth it. It's going to be the present moment. It's okay. Don't hold your breath. Like, enjoy the journey. I asked God. I asked Jah. I asked my angels specifically because they are the ones that are, like, really there to help you. Please help me to embrace the journey. Please help me to enjoy the journey. And all of this has sprouted up from wanting to embrace the journey. I don't know if you can see it, but I can see the connections everywhere within everything I talked about today and how it all comes back to embracing the journey. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Life is about embracing the journey and coming back home to yourself. Life is about coming back home to yourself and embracing the journey over and over again. (sighs) I'm finally done. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Rowan's Perspective. I almost didn't record this episode. I almost gave up on myself because I didn't want to push through the feelings that were coming up around recording it. Like, what am I even going to talk about? Can you believe I said... What am I even going to talk about? How long is this? How long is this episode? You see what the fuck I mean? Don't worry about things like that. Just stay in the present moment and watch how things grow. It's like writing an essay. The hardest part is starting. After that, it's just flow. Ooh, ooh. Well, you a fucking genius. You a fucking genius. And that's that. Oh, my God. I am a genius and I am funny. That Those are two things I tell myself daily and have been since 1908, okay? I don't know why I chose that year, but <laughs> past life? Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. <sighs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Rose Perspective. I'm going to choose to believe that this episode had a lot of gems and that it was worth my time to sit here, follow my passion project, put time, value, and effort into it, and watch it grow. I'm going to choose to believe that it is worthy and it was worth it to make this episode and to put it out in the world. I'm going to choose to believe that making it was a good idea and the best choice for my highest reality possible. And I'm on, I am in my highest reality possible because of it. So thank you, Roland. I'm very proud of you and I'm so glad you showed up for yourself. You said, I'm not going to let those feelings get to me. I'm going to push through because deep down you felt like This was worth it, you know, and we've worked hard to get here. I'm proud of you. Be where you are, people. Be where you are, because where you right where you are is right where you're where you are is right where you're supposed to be. Man, 
what a what a word that right there I am right where I'm supposed to be even when it doesn't feel like it I challenge you today challenge yourself to choose the good challenge yourself to see the good challenge yourself to allow yourself to believe all is well even when it doesn't feel like it at all expand your capacity open your heart to accept the reality that you may feel tumultuous inside things may be chaotic on the outside but don't let it rumble your insides let your spirit calm your mind and say to yourself all is well i know it don't feel like it but this is part of the process this is literally the process happening and the universe knows even though i don't understand it is understandable and i shall leave you with my favorite quote because i'm do alina alive does this and now i can do it because i have found my favorite quote and it is that Slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Bye, my loves. <laughs> now I'm Leo Alexandra. Okay, bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll hear you in the next one. Bye.